This is Jeannie Cisco Meth. Thank you so much for joining me again today. If you've been watching the news at all, you know that there was a terrible shooting in South Florida at the high school, and 17 people were killed by a teen gunman. And I'm I'm here to talk about that for a moment because of what I do, the bully-proofing you and taming the bully between your ears. And I want to talk for a moment about how hurt people hurt people. Pain separates. Love unites. And when people are separated from one another, they forget that they are human. And it's easy to hurt and non-human. I was in the military for a number of years, and the military does a very good job of dehumanizing people. Well, guess what? So does our society. If you are no longer a part of the human race because you have removed yourself or because you have labeled everybody else as horrible or mean or ugly or or that person over there, there are so many labels that we put on one another. When you label somebody, they're separate from you. When you label things, right? Labels make things out of people, and you can hurt things. You cannot hurt another human. When you look at that person who maybe has said something painful to you, but if you remember that they are a human and that hurt people hurt people, you can forgive them, and you can still be a part of the human race. I know that it can be difficult I know that it can be be hard to overcome your pain. Guess what, my friend? Everybody has pain. And it seems like more and more pain is distributed nowadays than love. And so I invite you to start feeling the love. The first step to taming the bully between your ears, the first step to healing that pain and hurt and uniting with love is gratitude. Be grateful. I know. I just heard you. I heard you in your mind say, Jeannie, I don't have anything to be grateful for. You absolutely do. Wherever you are, no matter what circumstances you find yourself in, you can find gratitude for something. Whether it's the person that is helping you out, let's go to the extreme for a moment. Now, I know we live in America and our extremes aren't as extreme as some other countries, but we still have poverty. We still have pain. We still have homelessness. And so let's go to that for a moment and look at all the people that are willing to help the homeless that are willing to give and donate their time, their effort, their money to help people. There are people who are willing, you know, to to work exclusively in that area, churches, synagogues, um, so many places of worship, so many shelters are, are all over the place to help people. And if you aren't able to get into one of those places, be grateful that you can go and get some food or some clothing from somewhere. Be grateful for the person that gives you some money. My husband and I own a transportation company, and at every truck stop, there are people asking for money. Many times we give, 
But the other day, something very, very unique happened. And I will remember this gentleman forever. And yes, he was a gentleman. Yep, he was homeless. Yep, he was dirty. But he was absolutely a gentleman. He came up to our truck and said, excuse me, can I polish your chrome for 20 bucks? What a novel idea. This gentleman had stood outside of a, because I spent some time talking to him and got his story. And this gentleman had stood outside the grocery store and asked for someone to buy him some uh, Windex and some uh, paper towels. And, you know, again, what a, what a novel idea, right? (laughs) Instead of asking for money, he asked for two very specific things and a person purchased them for him. And then he made it over to the truck stop and started shining the chrome on different trucks for 20 bucks. And he made enough money every day to get a hotel room and to get food. And he started climbing his way out. That's what he was doing. And he had an attitude of gratitude. He was so grateful to the truck drivers that would pay him 20 bucks to shine their chrome. He was so grateful to the person who had purchased him his first bottle of Windex. He was so grateful for the sunshine. He was grateful for the rain. He was grateful for just about everything. That, my friend, is how you start to heal the pain in your world. Be grateful. I know that it's difficult to be grateful for pain, but guess what? Pain can remind you that what good things feel like. The only reason you know good, the only reason you know happiness and joy is because you have felt pain. We have to have that contrast to be able to compare it to. If you've never had pain, you've never had true happiness. If you've never had true happiness, you've never had true pain. The problem in the separation comes when you get stuck in the pain. The problem in the separation comes when you get stuck in the hurt and the anger that separates you. I want to invite you back to the human race today. I want to invite you back to all the glorious things that are around you because there are so many. I invite you today to be grateful for everything that happens. I had a mentor recently that invited me to do that, to go back into my past, to the painful parts, the ones that hurt so much and be grateful for them and look for the lessons that I could learn from them. What did I need to learn? The things that I learned were incredible. I spent some time examining a molestation that happened in my life. When I was just a young girl, I was about 13 years old. I can tell you exactly what I was wearing. I can tell you exactly where it happened. I can tell you exactly what, you know, it was a gentleman at our church and he was giving me candy. Yep. The saying goes, right? (laughs) Beware of the gentleman giving candy at church. And what I found when I examined that experience was I experienced sorrow for that gentleman because I thought, man, what a life. He was married. And I thought, what, what an experience he must be living in to have caused him to reach out and be a predator on young children. 
what pain and hurt he was experiencing. And I thought some more about how he gave me the gift to overcome. He gave me the gift of resiliency. He gave me the gift of pain and separation so that I could learn how love can unify, so that I can learn how being grateful for things and looking to love can help unify. If you've listened to my podcast at all, you have learned how much I love my husband. We have an absolutely incredible relationship. However, it took two failed relationships to get me to the relationship I'm in right now. It took a lot of learning. It took a lot of uncovering. It took a lot of inward introspection and gratitude for the lessons that I was learning. I asked myself questions. What's the lesson that I need to learn from this pain? Why do I have this pain? What can I learn from it? And the lessons that I've learned are now going into a book called Taming the Bully Between Your Ears. The lessons that I learned from being bullied, severely bullied. I don't know if you know or not, but I was told in elementary school I'd never make it through high school because I was too dumb. I had too many learning disabilities. And you know what? That was the perfect thing for them to say to me. At the time, it hurt. At the time, it, it upset me. At the time, it discouraged me. But as I look back at it now, it was perfect because it got my dander up, so to speak. It got me me anger. Because somebody, I was not going to allow someone else to tell me what I could and couldn't do. I made the choice to prove them wrong. So many other people make the choice of, they accept it. Yep, you're right. I am all those things. Well, you know what? Yep, you're right. I have learning disabilities. And guess what? So do other people. And they have learned ways around them. Look at what Richard Branson has done. Look at what Steve Jobs has done. And and all of the other people I could I could go on. I'm sorry some of the names escape me right now. But I have a library full of books that remind me that people can overcome what looks like insurmountable obstacles. Insurmountable. My friend, whatever you are facing today, whatever pain you have in your world, you can overcome it. You can choose to rise above. You can choose gratitude. Gratitude is a great place to start. Find something to be grateful for. Again, if if you're homeless, then you may not be listening to this. But if you know a homeless person, or if then you have gratitude for your home, you have gratitude for your husband, you have gratitude for your children, you have gratitude for your clothes, whether you know they look good or not. Start being grateful for the things that you have. Be grateful for the fact that you can walk. Be grateful for the fact that you have shoes on your feet or that you have feet. Be grateful for your legs that carry you where you want to go. Be grateful for the fact that you have a mouth, that you can receive food, that you can give love, that you can give words of encouragement. Be grateful for the fact that you have eyes, that you can see the beautiful, glorious colors and all the shapes. Be grateful that you can wear glasses if those shapes aren't very clear. Be grateful 
that you can smile, be grateful that you can be grateful. There are so many things, and without me knowing your specific situation, I can't help you be grateful for the exact things that, unless I know your specific situation. So I invite you to reach out to me. Let me know where you're at. Let me know how I can help you. Because whatever circumstance you find yourself in, I can help you be grateful. I can help you feel gratitude and love because gratitude and love unite. Pain separates. Let's start feeling more connected to one another. Let's start loving one another. Let's start coming together with people and being grateful for people and what we have. Let's end the pain and suffering and start loving one another. I know that sounds so simple. I know you're saying, well, Jeannie, that's easy for you. No, it's not always easy. An acquaintance of mine the other day was talking about her depression and how difficult it was. And she made a statement about a friend of hers who had been diagnosed with cancer and had six months to live. And she said, well, at least he didn't have depression. And I I said to her, really? You don't think he had depression with six months to live? That was 10 years ago. This gentleman is still alive and grateful for every single day that he has. Because three months into his experience, he was sitting on the couch feeling sorry for himself, watching Netflix, thinking about the fact that he had three months left to live. And he made a change. In that moment, he decided to change his life. He started feeling grateful for the fact that he had three months to live. And he decided to get up off that couch. Yeah, he he said, I could sit there for the next three months and suffer and die. Or I could live the next three months to their fullest capacity. Maybe you've heard the country song, Live Like You Were Dying. That's exactly what he did. He took that advice and he started living. He started doing things that he had always wanted to do, but never could. That was 10 years ago. He's still alive and he's still enjoying life. Live today. Choose life. Choose happiness. Choose love. Yeah, painful things happen. And guess what? You can choose to move past them. You can choose to say, ow, that hurt. I don't like that. Thank goodness that moment is over. Thank goodness there are many things for me to be grateful for. I'm not saying ignore pain. I'm not saying you never feel pain. I'm saying feel the pain and then move on. When my mother died, and I still feel pain for the fact that my mother died, and I feel sorrow, and I cry, and I give myself two minutes to cry and feel sorrow, and then I move on, and I choose happiness, and then if that pain comes back, I choose pain again for a couple of minutes, and then I choose happiness, because your emotions are your choice. They're not, you don't have to just react. It's not a knee-jerk reaction. You choose where you're at. 
Viktor Frankl, in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, talks about the fact that there is pain and there is stimulus. There is a consequence. There is something that happens. There's a stimulus that happens. And there is a response. And in between those two things is a space. And in that space is your power to choose. Now, I don't know if you know who Viktor Frankl is or not, but he lived in Auschwitz during the Holocaust. I'm pretty sure it was Auschwitz. I know it was during the Holocaust. I'm pretty sure it was Auschwitz. But he lived in a concentration camp. If he can choose in that moment between stimulus and response, his response, you and I certainly can. You and I certainly can. And so I invite you today that when that stimulus happens, that you choose your response. You may not do it 100% right at the beginning. It takes practice. But as long the first law in change or the first rule in change is awareness. You are now aware of the fact that you can choose your response. So the simple fact that you're aware means that now you can start choosing before there was no choice because you weren't aware of it. Or maybe you were and you needed a reminder. I don't know. But now you have been reminded or you have been taught of the fact that there is a space in which you can choose your response. I invite you to choose love. I invite you to choose happiness. If you'd like to find out more about this, if you'd like to get some help with this, please reach out to me, geniesiscometh.com. There is no hyphen, but if, you, and if you're wondering, well, how do I spell that? Think of computers and drugs, Cisco computers and meth, right? <laughs> or methods, a system, a system to find things. I am the only Cisco meth on the computer. I did a Google search the other day and I come up. I'm the only one. So if you put Cisco and meth together, you'll find me. Or you can just go to geniesiscometh.com, go directly there. Um, you can get a free download on my story that I wrote. I'm sorry, an article I wrote the other day about courage because change takes courage. Whatever it is you're facing, it takes courage. It takes courage to start making new decisions. It takes courage to change your life. So please go to my website and download that article on courage. It's full of stories. I always tell stories, right? I love stories. And so I want to thank you for joining me yet again. I want to thank you for reaching out to me, those of you that have. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know how this podcast is helping you. Thank you for sharing it with others. I so appreciate that. Thank you for making a new decision and for changing the pain into gratitude or feeling the pain and choosing gratitude anyway. Thank you so much for joining me again today, my friend. Have an absolutely fabulous day, and bye for now.